God, thank you so much. Thank you so much for who you are and what you've done. Thank you that you are our living hope. We love you. And we look forward to talking about you today and loving you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you to the band. Yes. I love it. Is this working? Hello, check, check. Yes, I'm on. Awesome. Well, welcome, you you guys. I'm glad y'all are here. Um, Man, I am pumped that it's 2020. Who's glad that 2020 is here? Sorry, 2021 is here. 2020 is over. Who, who, Who feels that? Yeah, 2020 was a tough year. So you guys know that most of the time or sometimes people make New Year's resolutions when it comes to the new year, right? Now, Carl asked this question in the main service, so if y'all are in there, you know, like, only five people in the whole service, like, admitted to having a New Year's resolution. So, is that same for you? I mean, how many of you guys actually, like, set a goal for yourself this year? Give me a hand raise. Give me a hand raise. Anybody. Okay, I see a couple. Here's the deal. I want to hear some of them, okay? So, everybody doesn't have to share, but I want to hear what some of you guys have to say. So, Emerson, I saw your hand up. What's, what's a goal that you set for this year? To read two books a month. Wow, ambitious. I can barely read one. Um, yes, that's a great goal. Who else? Who else set a goal? Yes. Make her bed every day. That's a, that's a good goal. I think that's one that you can do. You can do it. Yes. Finish reading the whole Bible. That's awesome. Great goal. Absolutely. Anybody else have a goal they'd like to share? Yeah. Okay, take a break from social media. That's an awesome, awesome goal and uh, one that I think everybody could benefit from. Anybody else wants to share maybe a goal that they've kind of set for themselves? Listen, um, you know, whether you have like made a specific goal or not, we all kind of understand this idea of making goals for ourselves, right? A lot of stuff has happened this past year, 2020. You know, obviously, um, the pandemic has come and hit us. Um, it's been a crazy year, but a lot of good stuff has happened too, right? Big milestones for people in their life. People have been married, right? People have had babies. We've seen that all throughout our church. People have um, accomplished tasks. They've written books or, um, you know, produced a, a record or an album, right? Um, People have done all kinds of good things this year. Now, here's my question. I'm wondering if those good things started off with a goal. I'd say it's possible, right? I think if I were, like, a music artist and I wanted to, like, make an album, I would have to start by saying, I'm going to make this album, right? That's a goal that I set, and then you go after it. You guys may not know this about me. Maybe you do. I love music. Um, I just love listening to music. I'm not great at playing music, but... I definitely love enjoying music, putting in my headphones, turning that, that thing up, or in the car in the summer with the windows down. Who, who rides with their windows down? Oh, yeah, that's the way to do it. Um, yeah, I love music. Here's the thing. I doubt that people who write music write a song trying to get their song turned into a meme, right? That's probably not usually their goal. They want to They want to write a song and they want to be popular and for everybody to hear it. But I doubt many people want their song to be turned into a meme. Now listen, Malia already burnt me this morning, okay, when it comes to this. I know this video is like five years old, okay, but it is funny to this day. So we're going to throw this video and we're going to see how this song is turned into a meme. 
know that quality. Thank you very much. Yes, give it up. Give it up. Look, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to admit, okay, watching this meme video or whatever really made me want to hear the whole song. That's all I'm saying, okay? I'm down with Taylor Swift. Um, she, she jams. So, but that wasn't her goal, right? That wasn't her goal. Her goal was to, like, make a pop song that, like, everybody was going to listen to. And she did that, but it got turned into a meme. By the way, I am so bad when it comes to memes. My wife is always, like, showing me, and I'm like, what? I just don't get them. Um, it was a little bit after my time of, like, social media. So, um, yeah, either way, that wasn't her goal. That happens to me sometimes. Like, I set out with a goal, and then, like, it kind of gets sidetracked. Or, like, something happens, and the goal kind of falls flat, or it doesn't work out how I expected it. Kind of like she wrote that song, but, like, it kind of turned into, like, a viral, like, embarrassing meme, right? And so I'm going to share with you guys my goal or one of my goals um, for 2021. So like my wife, um, I have vowed to read more, okay? Now, I'm not the best reader. I'm pretty slow when it comes to reading. And so I haven't set a super aggressive goal. I've said I want to read 12 books this year, okay? So that's one book a month. And so I figured out that, man, I'm going to need to, like, figure out a way to, to quantify this, to figure out what I need to do every single day, right? And so I went through, I picked all my books. I already own them all, which is sad. I have 10 books that I haven't read. Either way, I got these books in a stack. By the way, I'm pumped. I got some really good ones. And I added up all the pages, okay? It ended up, like, you know, 3,000, 4,000 something. And then I divided it by 365. And what I found is, is that if I read seven pages a day, seven pages a day, I can read all those books during this year. Now, seven pages isn't that much, right? Um, to me, it's kind of like, takes me like 45 minutes sometimes. I'm a really slow reader. I'm serious. But I did it. Uh, January 1st, I did it. Last night, I did it. And so I'm going to try my best to read seven pages a day. Yes. Yes. Now, here's the problem. If I skip a day, another day, I'm going to have to read 14 pages, and I just don't know if I can do that. So I'm going to try not to miss a day, um, but that's, that's one of the goals I've set for myself. A couple reasons. Man, um, I want to grow. I want to be thinking well. I don't just want to be complacent, right? Also, like, reading is a way that God teaches me stuff a lot of the times, and so I really wanted to, uh, to kind of grow in that this year. But as you guys know, it doesn't always work. I kind of always set this goal for myself, read more, do better, right? Um, and hopefully it'll work for a while or I'll, I'll read at least more this year. But it doesn't always work like that. So here's my question. What are your goals? Now, it's easier for us to talk about like New Year's resolutions this time of year. But like what are your actual goals, right, for your life? Not just like I want to read more this year, but like what do you aspire to be? What do you want to do with your life. This is what we're going to talk about over this next four-week series of goals. And we're going to talk about how all that relates to our relationship with God, right? And, and so how are we supposed to see the goals that we have in our life um, as a follower of Christ? And so that's what we're going to talk about. So 
Quick question. I want to kind of get us all on the same page. Very easy. Raise your hand if you have a goal for yourself right now. It doesn't have to be a New Year's resolution. It's just a simple goal that you have for yourself right now. Sure. We, we, we all can, almost all of us can say, yes, I have a goal. Raise your hand if you have a goal for yourself in the future. Right? Raise your hand if you have a goal for yourself. Maybe you want to go to college or you, you have a dream school that you want to get into. Right? We, we have an idea that we have goals for our future. Raise your hand if you are going to need help achieving your goal. I know I am. I'm going to need my wife to encourage me to put down the YouTube so I can read my book, right? Um, absolutely. Raise your hand if you're going to need help setting your goals. Some of you guys are sitting in here like, dude, I have no idea what I'm doing. So raise your hand if you need help setting goals. Yeah? Some of us. Because we don't really know what goals to set in our lives. Here's the deal. All of us have a relationship with goals. And when we reach our goals... We're encouraged, right? We're pumped up. But we have to think about our goals in relationship to our relationship with Jesus, right? The goals in my life are, are directly impacted by the fact that I am a follower of Jesus, right? And so that's what we're going to talk about today. And we're going to look at somebody in the scripture who did this really well. Because he had a huge goal to accomplish. Today we're going to be talking about Nehemiah, okay? Now... Some of you guys know that name. Some of you don't. That's fine. I'm going to introduce you to him. Nehemiah is a guy in the Old Testament. He's a Jewish guy. And he lives in um, the exiled Jerusalem, right? So what happened is 140 years before the book of Nehemiah was written, the bad guys came into Jerusalem and destroyed the place, right? They ransacked the city. They destroyed the temple. Like, they're breaking the walls down. And they sent out all the Jews, okay? And so Nehemiah is one of the people who have been sent out, and, and he's descendants of those people. And so 140 years later, the book picks up. So Jerusalem is destroyed, the temple is destroyed, the Jews are exiled, and then 140 years later, that's where we jump right into Nehemiah. And so here's what we're going to see. We're going to see a story of this guy. And his brothers come to him, and they say, you know, or he asks, what, what's the city like? And they're like, it's bad, man. Like, the walls are falling down. Like, it's in shambles. And, and Nehemiah is upset. He's like, God, forgive us for our sins. Like, he believes that what's happened to Jerusalem is because the people of Israel have, have turned away from God, have walked into their sin. And that's true in a way. And so he's like, forgive us of our sin. Bring us back to you. Allow us to come back into Jerusalem and, and be the kingdom of God, right? And so um, Nehemiah actually works for the king at the time. And he goes on with his day, and the king's like, what's wrong with you? Why are you upset? And Nehemiah's like, it's because my city is destroyed, right? Um, God's people have been cast out of the city, and, and, and I'm upset about it. I, f I feel like God's calling me to do something when it comes to that. And so the king is like, Okay, go do it. And the scripture says in Nehemiah chapter 1 that because God was with Nehemiah, the king gave him supplies. They gave him tools to go and rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. So I've got a picture here for us. Now, this isn't perfect or to scale, but this is the idea. That's Jerusalem, okay? And there's these huge walls 
surrounding this one city. Now, I did a little bit, little bit of research. The walls are giant, okay? They are 2.5 miles long. So around the whole city, you're talking about 2.5 miles of wall. Now, I don't know about y'all, but that's a lot of wall, okay? Um, and not to mention, they're about 40 feet tall. So maybe the top of this sanctuary, the very top, I don't know if that's 40, but it's definitely close. So as you can see, this is a pretty big task. And he feels like God has called him to set out to rebuild the walls in Jerusalem. And we're going to see how God helps him accomplish this goal. We're going to look at a couple things that surround his goals. And then we're going to talk about how that affects us as we set goals in our life. But first, I want to share a quick story with you guys. Okay? I want to share a quick story with you guys. I'm going to show you a picture. And the picture isn't the best picture in the world, but it's a good picture. Okay, here we go. This is a picture that I took last week, Mike? Monday. Monday. If you look to the left here, there's a fence and my thumb, if you notice. Um, I didn't do the best job. But there's a fence here. You guys remember on Christmas Eve, that big storm came through, right? I was ready to cook my steak, like, out on the grill. Uh -uh, Mother Nature had a different idea. Like, it was a really bad storm. And actually, this is Brian Tippett's backyard. You guys know Brother Brian. Well, the windstorm knocked down this fence, okay? Came through, knocked it down. There was like probably a 30-foot-long area where the fence had been knocked down. And so Mike, being the awesome son-in-law that he is, texted the guys, and he's like, yo, y'all come on out. Let's put this fence back up. Now, let me tell you, none of us know what we're doing, okay? We're just like, here's a fence. We're going to try to prop this thing back up. And so... We even got some wood. We even got some concrete. I wrote my initials in it, okay? Um, I'm going to be in that fence forever. And so we put these poles down in the ground, right? And then we started hammering this or drilling this fence back onto these poles, back onto these poles. And we came around back, we braced the wall, and we put more wood on it. I'm telling this story really short, but it took like three, four hours. It was not a short job. It took... A long time. And we didn't do that great a job, as you can tell. That thing is doing this and all that. That's, that's, that the fence was kind of already like that. But here's the deal. It took us almost like a whole afternoon to put, to put together 30 feet of like already built fence. Imagine how Nehemiah felt when he realized he had to rebuild 2.5 miles of wall 40 feet high. It was a huge, huge task. It was a huge task. And so we're going to see a couple things that surround his goal. But first we're going to talk about the main idea. main idea that we're talking about today is this. Big difficulties can inspire God-sized goals. Big difficulties can inspire God-sized goals. Now, when I first read this, I didn't really understand. And so as I kept reading, I kept learning about this passage, um, this idea really makes a lot of sense. Big difficulties can inspire God-sized goals. Here's the thing. The difficulties that we go through in our life can inspire us to do things for God. The things that we struggle with or the relationships that are kind of hard on us or, or whatever can inspire us to make goals, set goals, so that we can do things for God. You see, God cares about the goals we make in our life. and He wants to use the situations that we go through 
to help us live for him. And so big difficulties can inspire God-sized goals, and that's exactly what happened in Nehemiah's life, right? God wants to use the difficult things in our life to further his kingdom. So whether you've lost a family member over this past year, or you've failed a grade, or you or your family is struggling financially, or, or your friends aren't really as close to you anymore, or you don't feel popular, God wants to use these things that you're going through for his kingdom. Now, that doesn't mean we're always focused on the right thing sometimes. Uh, but it does mean that whatever you're going through, God wants to use that situation to help you grow for his kingdom. We're going to look at three things that surrounded this goal that Nehemiah had. The first thing is this. Nehemiah's goal began with difficulty, right? There was this really large task that he had accomplished. The city had been torn down. People lost their lives. People lost their friends, their family members. They were uprooted. They were sent out of the city. They had to learn a new language, new customs, all this stuff. There was big difficulties. But that's how his goal began. He was struggling through something, and he set a goal to make it right, right? to do what God has called him to do out of that. Maybe you are experiencing difficulty, right? What is difficult in your life right now? Um, I know we all go through difficult things. But here's the thing. God wants to use those things in our life to help us grow in our relationship with him. Maybe you see the difficulty that's going on around you in the world. Obviously, the pandemic has been crazy. People are losing their jobs. People like are going crazy because they're boxed up in their houses all the time. Maybe you know somebody who's really struggling with this, and you can enter into a relationship with them, right? Help them grow in their walk with Christ. Um, you see the difficulties around you. See, his goal began with difficulty. Number two, his goal began with prayer. Now, a lot of us have talked about goals that we've made, right? Um, how many of us prayed about those goals before we made them, right? Now, it's not a bad thing to make a goal that isn't necessarily spiritual, like making your bed. Like, that's just a fun one that maybe may help you be more disciplined or whatever. But here's the thing. The goals that really matter in our life, the things that are going to shape who we are and how we act, are we really praying about the goals that we set? The school we're going to go to, the, the career path we're going to take, the friends that we're going to hang around with, how important is are those goals to us, and have we been praying about those goals? Also, if you don't know what kind of goal to make, ask God what kind of goal to make, right? If you're like, I don't know what kind of goal to make, what, what am I supposed to do with this? Ask God what goal you can make for your life. Number three, Nehemiah's goal began with God's help, right? He knew that he wasn't going to be able to build this wall at all if God wasn't with him, right? And God's already providing. He, he's, he's allowing the king to give them supplies to go and to do this well. Nehemiah's goal began with God's help. You see, I don't want to achieve a million goals if I don't need God's help to achieve them. Because I want to set goals in my life that have things to do with my relationship with Jesus. You see, I want the goals in my life to be rooted in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because if they're not, I'm not going to do them. Like if I just want to be like a better person or make more money, like 
what's the point? And I'm not going to set out to do this work because I'm lazy. I'm a human, right? But if my goals are rooted in the gospel, if I look at Jesus on the cross and I say, because of who he is, because of what he did, now my life has changed and I want to live my life in a certain way and so I'm going to set this goal for my life, it gives me the power to do it because I have purpose, right? Because of what Jesus done, I'm going to live this way and I'm going to help others live that way as well. You see, our goals should be rooted in the gospel of Jesus Christ. So for us, you know, we know about Jesus. He's already come to the earth, died on the cross, raised from the dead, conquered death, right? And so the goals that we make need to be completely impacted by that truth because our whole life is impacted by that, right? We live because of Jesus' death and life, right? And so here's what we're going to do. Underneath your seat, there's a piece of paper, okay? Um, there's a piece of paper. It's shaped like a goat, okay? Goat, greatest of all time. You guys get that, right? LeBron James is the goat. Let's go. Okay. Um, there's also pins on, like, the edge of your chair. So on, like, the edge of each row. So if you guys don't have a pin, there's one. Good catch. <laughs> um, you're going to get your paper out, and you're going to write a goal. Okay? You're going to write a goal. So I'm going to give you guys 40 seconds to write a huge goal, a goal that you want God to bless. Now remember, maybe you need to ask yourself, what's difficult? Maybe your goal has to relate to that. Maybe you need to pray and talk to God and take some time. Maybe you don't write your goal down right now. That's fine. Ask God what goal he wants you to set. And then maybe you need to write down a goal that needs God's help. So I'm going to be quiet for like 30, 40 seconds. You guys write down a goal. Ready, set. like in school if you're done working just put your pencil down make eye contact (laughs) I was so bad at that everybody got it you've written a goal good let me see thumbs up yes I see some thumbs very good now some of you guys may not have been able to write a goal down that's fine I want you to take some time and pray ask God what goal you want he wants you to set for your life Here's the thing. All of us as followers of Jesus are called to go and make disciples teaching people about what Jesus did. That's our purpose, right? Because of who Jesus is and what he did, we now live our lives this way. Here's my question for you guys. The goal you're setting in your life, is it centered on Jesus. Let me give you an example. We're going to go back to the goal that I, I set this year to read more, right? I want to read more because I want to grow in my knowledge of who God is. Those are the types of books I'm reading. I want to grow in my discipline, reading every night. And I'll grow, I just want to grow in general. You see, I can spin that goal into saying, 
it's because of Jesus that I'm setting this goal, and now I'm going to do it because of who Jesus is, right? He's going to give me the strength and the power to do it, just like he gave Nehemiah the strength and the power to build this giant wall, right? And so here's the thing, students. Our goals need to be focused on Christ because Christ is everything. It's our whole life. So I want you all to think about that this week, and we're going to come back to that um, next week as we talk about goals, the four-week series. So let's pray, and then we'll be dismissed. God, thank you so much. Thank you for Nehemiah, and thank you for how you've used him. Thank you for the task that you gave him to do, and thank you for showing us how we can better set goals in our life through this story. God, I pray that the goals in our life will not be centered on ourselves, would not be centered on selfishness, but will be centered on you. We center on other people, bringing them to the cross of Jesus Christ. God, help us to love you well with the goals that we set for our life. Our life is yours, and we want to act that way. We love you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you, guys. Happy New Year. Y'all have a good Sunday morning.